0: i uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zomromcom, Sean of the Dead, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And today we will be taking a bite out of minute 20, which begins with with, with Ed asking Sean, should I do Clyde? And ends with Ed telling Sean to talk to him. Come on, man. Talk to me. Yeah, this is a big minute. This is a big minute. This is actually this is actually a really big minute. Uh first off, I guess we should talk about Clyde. Yeah,
0: sure. Have you what seen have this you movie? Any Which Way But Loose? Yeah. Um, you know, I I think I remember being on TV mm-hmm. and being like, "Holy shit, this is the one where Clint Eastwood and the orangutan are in a movie together." But I, I, I have never sat down and, and watched it all from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Um or and I and I I haven't seen any of the uh, the nineteen eighty sequel any which way you can. Uh, <laughs> I'm 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 assuming you also have not seen these movies.
1: Uh I I have seen um I've seen the first one. Uh but You know, when I was a kid and like you said, like on TV, like on TBS or TNT or something like that as a kid, um, I just know that there were like, just like, you know, there's like scenes of like the orangutan just like hanging out at the bar with Clint Eastwood, like drinking a beer, flirting with women, asking for like another beer at the, at the (laughs) bar. I mean like literally like he'll, he'll actually like go up to the bar and pound on the, on the, on the bar and like ask for another beer, um. And the and the bartender will be like, oh, I guess Clyde wants another beer. And we'll just
0: hey, yo, loco, Clyde. Another beer. Uh, it's Give just the orangutan. Another beer.
1: Really interesting. Um, I don't know. It's it's a weird. It's definitely a weird movie. It's it's goofy in like a really fun way. Um, you know, I but it's it's uh, I I don't know what what. Um, I mean, I, I, it just feels like he's doing an orangutan. It doesn't. It doesn't really. It, it's just doing orangutan. I don't know what's particularly Clydeish well, about maybe, it.
0: Well, maybe he. Uh, we, we. Well, you said that Clyde would would bang on the on the glass for beer. Yeah. You know, maybe he's just doing. Maybe this is just stuff that he, like every which way but loose, is probably a movie they watched like growing up. Yeah a childhood kind yeah. of one of those movies that like, it's kind of like in the back in the seventies, those were the movies that were like maybe best when you were a kid.
1: Right. Well, in I guess he's, they're... I guess he is like kind of complaining about having an empty glass,
0: I guess, in his impression. Yeah. yeah, so, he's, yeah, He's like, he's like blowing into it. Yeah. What What, so do we, do we want to talk about, about who's your favorite monkey? Do we want to talk about why, about just Ed doing this and,
1: Oh it's yeah, because I mean, this is this is uh, Nick Frost's impression that he brought into this movie, right? Or that
0: yeah, 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 Simon wrote into the movie because he could do um, it. It's it's great. Yeah, it it's a it. He goes. He, I mean, he's committing. I think that's the secret is that he's. Ed is completely unselfconscious and like acting like an orangutan (laughs) for his
1: his friend. Which is really funny because later in the movie, he'll be asked to do this impression. He won't do it because too many people are watching. He'll be very self-aware.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so it
1: kind of shows you that he really is trying to make his friend feel better. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Like, this isn't something that he does unless it's, like, a very special... Like, maybe he did it a lot when he was, like, a (laughs) little... <laughs> you got dumped. You get to see Clyde.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm curious because How was it? I, because I watched this on TV. Yeah. I don't know if this uh, this uh, you know raspberry if this oh. raspberries and the middle finger thing is a thing that Clyde does in the movie because I didn't I had never seen the movie not on TV so I don't know
0: mm-hmm. or or is that like an ed an ed and a special ed touch right is he is he adding that because he's He's Ed. Ed. I don't know. Interesting.
1: They should oh, yeah. um they should get Nick Frost to play uh one of the apes in the next Planet of the Apes movie. Oh hell yeah.
0: That'd be awesome. When they start talking? Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, we know they've both done motion capture. Oh, real? Yeah? Mm-hmm. As Thompson and Thompson and doing
1: Oh right. In Tintin. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he should he should they should get him. That'd be cool. Um yeah, but like, you know, we were talking yesterday about the difference between like the Sean and Ed dinner and the Dave, Die and Liz dinner. And mm-hmm. I I think this is kind of the biggest difference is like, yeah, like <laughs> the orangutan impression. Yeah, like, I'm, no, I mean, like, I mean, Di's an actress, she might have one of these in her back pocket. Yeah, yeah, but, but does do you think that like there is a thing that that they would that is so pure and like hope like a like a like a comfort blanket, you know, between friends.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I think too what Ed is trying to do is distract Sean. Where, yes, where, not
0: heal, distract.
1: Right. He's he's trying to distract him rather than heal. That's a good way of putting it. Whereas I think that, you know, Diane Dave and 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 Liz. Liz to a certain extent. Like Liz mm-hmm. Liz, I think would be sort of trying to self-heal, you know, in a lot of ways. And Dave would be D- dave David would be trying to change the subject. And like I said, Di probably does isn't talking a lot.
0: Um, <laughs> well, yeah. well, like the tragedy of of what I'm imagining David and Di and Liz's dinner is like is like, well, now that Liz is single, quote, you know. Mm-hmm. Does Dave realize like, oh, wait, this was never actually going to happen? No, like, he like, da-
1: he absolutely does not. Now, uh, uh, what's happening at this dinner is that he's he's resenting. The reason I think Diane Diane's not talking is because he's resenting every time she speaks because he she is now an obstacle, the only obstacle between him and Liz. Right.
0: Yeah. Ending this relationship. And right.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Da- da- David is a bad dude. He's not a good guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think he is, he is uh, being, uh, super, like being a super dick to die uh, at, at the, the dinner that they're having. Um, but what I do think, what I do appreciate about what Ed is doing is that while he does open this conversation, open the scene of him being like, fuck her. That's all he says about her and about the yeah, situation. He, that's it. He's mm-hmm. not like he's not like I never liked her. She's a bitch. Like he doesn't say anything like that. He's just like, "Ah, fuck her. Now let's move on and I'm going to do I'm going to do the monkey impression." Like yeah. I I think that that's I don't know. There's something about that that I find really charming as far as like Ed is concerned because he's not interested in really putting Liz down. He's just interested in cheering up his friend. And so he's going to He's going to poke out a couple of things
0: to figure out what's going to work. Yeah, like he's trying different methods. Right. Like, fuck her. Nope, that didn't work. Okay, let's try Clyde. Let's try (laughs) Jess, please, mate. Let's try drinks. Right. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And I I like that. He's desperate to make his friend happy because it's the thing that he's he's always been best at is, you know, being a laugh.
0: Mm-hmm. It's his. It's his one point of pride is that he's he's quick with a joke and a light of your smoke.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And um, and like and I know and I'm really glad they didn't try any like like shallow how bullshit or like saving Silverman shit about like mm-hmm. Ed and Liz like not getting along or something. You know. Totally. Totally. But yeah, it feels like Ed is just kind of indifferent. <laughs> Yeah, listen. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we
1: saw that in that in the first week where he, she's like, it's not that I don't like Ed. Ed, it's not that I don't like you. He's like, eh. he just doesn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he kind of exactly. has the attitude of like, I don't care if you do or not. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, whatever. Not my problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is, you know, there there is something admirable about that in a in a movie filled with people that worry what other people think of them. It is. It's it's a fun. He's very fun confident. Character. He's very confident yeah. about himself.
1: And then I I love that Sean's expression doesn't change in the slightest. Oh, it's
0: amazing. Yeah. Him looking at Ed with like just those sad, soulful, wet, teary eyes. And, and Ed's being like, see, I knew you'd get over her. <laughs> Like he's not even yeah his expression doesn't even change upon like he does it does it's not like seeing the monkey makes him more sad or less sad it's just he's just staring at it yeah he's not even
1: staring he's like staring through it oh man so so sad um so uh the the song that plays what can you
0: tell us about Chicago oh hell yeah what can I tell you about Chicago or should I say Chicago Transit Authority. Which was their original name. Uh, so yeah, so this song is by far... I th- okay, I think it's the first American track we've heard, like Needle Drop. Yeah, I think so.
1: That sounds about right.
0: Um, and it's certainly the uh, the first, the most like uh, pop, big, mass market Needle Drop in the movie. Uh, I mean, it's used for comedic effect. It's, if you leave me now, from Chicago and their uh, album Chicago X from 1976 and uh it's one of their uh well it was their first number one hit for the group it was nominated for a couple of grammys including the grammy award for best arrangement accompanying vocalist and best pop vocal performance by a duo group or chorus and uh, you guys might also remember it from being used in sex in the city happy feet south park three kings and grand theft auto five and uh (laughs) on a personal note chicago is one of my um all-time favorite bands it was uh, very heavy rotation by the parents my both of my parents were big big chicago fans and so they had like the greatest hit cd mm. that was uh, in the car a lot growing up so yeah yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm pretty big on chicago nice
1: and you're pretty big on Chicago in general as well.
0: Yeah, as a city, as a band, as a state of mind.
1: <laughs> um, I, it, it, it's also uh, like a little little fun bit of trivia is that uh, Chicago was actually the second choice for this song because they actually didn't get their first choice. It was too expensive. Oh, interesting. What was that? Uh, Nothing Compares to You by uh, oh, Sh- Sinead O'Connor.
0: Damn. Yeah. I you know what? I, that might've been, I can see why that would've been their first choice. That would've been a really funny moment.
1: Right. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was supposed to be, that was the song, uh, originally. It's a
0: little more of their, it's a little more of Sean and Liz's generation, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's also, isn't, it, is, 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 Sinead O'Connor, uh, Irish? Yeah. She's Irish. So they would have, would have continued the non-American Uh, Mm -hmm. groups for for a little bit a little while longer um Mm -hmm. but yeah it was supposed to be uh Sinead O'Connor and that's actually the song that they're reacting to uh in the scene oh like in film oh so
0: that that was put in in post
1: yeah right of course yeah well I mean any song was going to be put into post yeah yeah. but yeah so so they're reacting to the song in the script which is Sinead O'Connor um not knowing that it was going to be uh end up being Chicago in post because they Mm -hmm. they
0: uh they couldn't get the song, too expensive. Well, Blizz can eat her dinner in a fancy restaurant.
1: Yeah. It basically came down to like a choice, I think, between uh nothing compares to you or uh Queen. And uh I think they made the right choice.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like when you have a budget. You're like, okay, what what is what's what can go and what has to stay? Yeah, it's, I, yeah Don't it's not don't like, stop me now. It's not like when you have a budget. It's literally the, they have a budget. <laughs> yeah yeah. (laughs) like it's like Like, when you have a budget yes it is or you know i should have said when you have like a grocery budget
1: yeah yeah no i know
0: yeah i know know. know. it's just such such a (laughs) funny analogy because it's not an analogy (laughs) it's a literal yeah yeah (laughs) um Uh, but yeah don't stop me now is absolutely non-negotiable right exactly um so in any event uh Yeah. So they
1: ended up with uh, Chicago and I think it, it, it works. Like I really can't imagine the scene with the Sinead O'Connor song as much as, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: as much as I think that probably would have been really funny. Um, I, I, I do like the, the subtlety of the Chicago song. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you can tell that the joke is for the Sinead O'Connor song because like, you know, like, you know, it starts with, uh, with, uh, it's been seven hours to 15 days, you know, like it just, <laughs> yeah, it's such it's, like a, it's such like a super depressing opening, opening line. Whereas the, the Chicago thing dun, is dun, like, dun, dun. Yeah. yeah, it's got more of like a lead up and it's not, it's not as much of a, of a direct reference to a breakup as the, as the nothing compares to you is. So,
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, and it, it it's it really makes sense when you say that it's a second choice, because it does, it is a little out of place, mm-hmm. in, in that it's like, it's bigger, it's so much like it's like a soft 70s rock, like mom kind of dad rock song, and not like, yeah, it, it just, it, it's it's a little off center, but I think that kind of adds to its comedic effect, and that it's not really a song you expected to hear in this movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind
0: of it, it, it's I think it's definitely one of the more memorable jokes.
1: Well, and it it also um, it feels more realistic because it's not as spot on. And so it feels like something that would actually come up on random on the jukebox.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like this is a song that, that no one has chosen to hear in a long time. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, uh, yeah. So. um so we,
1: we, we, we cut through some, uh, uh, like a montage of, uh, you know, dead pol- bolts and and curtains and uh, everything being shut off. Some flame and mows. Yeah, some sambuka shots. Um, and uh, what we actually, we, we cut back to Ed and we get, you know, the very, very famous foreshadowing scene. Uh, of, uh, of Ed saying what they should do tomorrow, uh, which is we should, we should keep drinking. We should have a bloody Mary first thing, get a bite at the King's head, grab a couple at the little princess stagger back here and bang, we're up at the bar for shots. How's that for a slice of fried gold? And, uh, he's, Ed is basically, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's sort of this, um, I mean, it's foreshadowing, but it's even more so than foreshadowing it's 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 almost like Edgar and and Simon are just sort of, and I don't know whose thing this is. I feel like it's more of an Edgar thing uh because he he does do it in uh in Baby driver, which Simon wasn't involved with um but it it's more of like him just sort of, you know like <laughs> calling the <laughs> shot. You know, like this is, this is the movie where we're, it's calling the shot, you know, yeah, like I'm gonna,
0: it, it's, it's like, uh, it's like an overture. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so
1: he's, he's saying, you know, we're gonna have a bloody Mary first thing. And obviously we're talking about Mary in the garden. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to get a bite at the there's king's a girl head. In the,
0: garden. in the garden, there's a girl.
1: Right. Uh, bite, bite at the king's head, which is, uh, you know, going to, going to get Phil, um, you know, Phil being the king in this, uh, in this scenario.
0: And also (laughs) it's important
1: to note that, um, the King's head is also one of the pubs in the world's end. Oh yeah.
0: Boom. One universe. Yeah.
1: So there we go. Uh, then, uh, we're going to grab a couple at the little princess and, uh, obviously that's talking about, uh, you know, sort of saving the princess from the castle, which is like more of like, uh, you know, we're talking about Liz and, whatnot Mm -hmm. um and then uh you know we go back to the winchester uh for shots and obviously they're at the bar for shots and and that's where you know they get the shotgun and also where uh they leave the uh the the shells out on the burning bar and then you know they start getting like shot off so um, Mm -hmm. there we go so there's all your offense there's all your foreshadowing
0: there I'm sure there's a couple of really cool Tumblr posts.
1: There are yeah. an, infin- an, an infinite amount of uh, Tumblr posts uh, sort of uh, outlining this Breaking whole process. But yeah. Anyway, uh, it's, uh, it's good. It's, it's a thing that I really, I, I really enjoy about Edgar Wright movies is uh, finding these moments the second time through
0: hmm Yeah, I mean it it's it's one of the reasons that I mean, or if not one of the main reasons that the movie has had such the uh illustrious shelf life that it's had.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um Yeah, I, I mean I think that's pretty much it. Uh I, I don't have anything else uh about this particular minute. Um, you know, we talked about the foreshadowing, we talked about Chicago, we talked about Sinead O'Connor
0: yeah I think that was a it. good it was a good week I, I i feel like I just got coffee with all of you guys
1: yeah it's true.
0: It really I mean, does real feel top. that way as
1: as opposed to uh getting a getting a pint, which is probably how it should feel but what are you gonna
0: do <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do? I'm just naturally i went for I went with coffee first yeah I probably would as well so there you go uh all right well uh we will be
1: back on monday with a with a new week of episodes uh our final uh, our final week of uh, just Nick and I, uh, theoretically. So we'll uh, we'll have more to say about that next week. But yeah, we've got um, we wanted to wait until the like when we reached out to guests, like everyone wanted zombie stuff, and so of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so so we're like, oh yeah, I mean it'd be cool. Like let's just do all the stuff with just you know me and Nick until the zombies show up, and then when the zombies show up, we start having guests. So that's how that's gonna work out. So next week's our final week of just Nick and I and uh, and then we'll start having guests. Uh if you want to go check out our Patreon page, we would we would really appreciate that. That's at duelinggenre.com/support. You can uh become a Patreon member at the $5 a month uh level or higher and and you will gain access to all of our special content. We have a we actually have a baby driver review um up on on uh, our Patreon. So if that's something you want to go listen to, uh, you can become a Patre- Patreon member and uh, check that out. And we will probably be doing some uh, some reviews. I'm sure that a, a Ragnarok uh, review will probably be going up. And I'm sure Star Wars, uh, definitely, uh, when that hits later. And mm-hmm. uh, it tends to really just be like whatever Nick and I or or any of us Cast. at Dueling Genre are, are interested in reviewing. We'll, we'll sort of like uh, a, a handful of us will get together and talk about it. And, mm-hmm. uh, also I, I, I want to mention that, um, you know, if you're not following us on YouTube, uh, you should be doing that because we are doing monthly dueling genre network hangouts where we sort of like talk about a topic for a couple hours, um, in a live setting. Uh, and so we, we do a live thing and there's like a chat room that you can interact with us while we're uh doing the the hangout and so um we can like interact with you and everything about whatever our topics are. And uh we do that usually the first like Sunday or Monday of the month and uh we talk about you know some sort of uh you know topic that is uh, relevant. Um we did uh, last month we talked about our favorite movies to watch for Halloween. Uh in November we did uh we did a hangout uh, talking about Uh, fall television, uh, next week, next month, we're going to be talking about Christmas movies, um, holiday films. So, uh, you know, that's some, sounds like a, a fun time. We just sort of like hang out and, and, and shoot the shit and talk about that. And that's a good way to sort of hang out with us and, uh, interact with us and, and you should, uh, get involved by, uh, you know, joining us for those things. So follow us on YouTube and find that out. And even if you can't be there, uh, the video is up on our YouTube page forever, so you can go back and check it out. It's like, you know, it's like a bonus two-hour podcast. So there you go, with guests and with uh, with video. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's fun time. So, yeah, so go go check out all of that stuff, and uh, we'll be back on the Monday. In the meantime, let's have a nice cold pint and wait for all of this to blow over.
0: Bye. Bye. I'm not afraid to